Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Little Monday with the boys. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. It's a Fredless Monday today. Just another Fredless Monday. Oh, whoa. Hey, man, we're the fathers. We should be off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's All going on? Yeah. What's going on, fellas? Hey, and Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah, and Juneteenth. That's oh, a double hitter yeah. for you, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was kind of upset with that. They, they mashed them in together. Hey, I had a triple header on Sunday. What's that? Father's Day, mm-hmm. Juneteenth, and my mom's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Well, I kind of have a triple header. Today is my oldest daughter's birthday. She oh, turned nice. 19. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, if anybody shouldn't be here, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know what? Just take us to national. Just put on CBS Sports. I'm out of here. <laughs> now, the way gas is, I'm here for a reason now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to talk. Yeah. You made it this far. Yeah. Might as well just keep going with it. <laughs> we are here. I'm barely here. It's a Fredless Monday. Fred is on assignment. Lucky for me, I got Robert Buck D. Gibson and the best in the biz. Super producer Mike Vital on the ones and twos. He just walked away. I was going to say hi, but you know him already. You know the man, the myth, the legend. We got some thumbs up from him back there. He's a hard-working yes, dude. Yes, he is. He's a hard-working dude. The best in the biz, Mikey V. I'm going to be honest with you, friends of the show. I'm going to have to power through this one today. Your boy is a little under the weather. Luckily, it is you know, not you gotta, COVID. I was about to say, you have to be careful when you say that. I because know. since COVID, nothing else exists. So when you say under the weather... Like when you told me, I looked at you. Yeah. I gave you that, huh? Mm-hmm. You good? And you already knew what I was talking about. I did one test this morning and one test right before I went to the office. Both negative. Although, I didn't take a monkeypox test. So oh. That's, that's, still, that's still an X in the equation. Yeah, that's the new homie on the horizon. And I was, uh, I was around a couple hundred people on Saturday. So I might have picked up something <laughs> new, something new, something fresh, something delicious. Something you forgot about, like the common cold. The common cold. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to power through it because I love you, Albuquerque. I love you, friends of the show. So let's do this. Going to have some fun with it today. A lot of topics, a lot of sports over the weekend. A lot of sports-adjacent content, and you know that's what I like. Going to hit up uh, our feelings on football season fastly approaching. Oh, man. Denver, Colorado is actually killing it this week. And I'm going to tell you about a sport that you probably didn't know existed. Oh, right. Deshaun Watson. Oh, he hasn't God. left the news yet. He ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. The Deshaun Watson of basketball, as far as content goes, Kyrie Irving's back <laughs> in the news. I like that. <laughs> Clay Thompson got hammered. As he should. Yes. 
anybody's earned it, it's him. He got Tom Brady drunk. We're going to talk oh, yeah. about that later. GM, Mr. Isotope, John Traub, will be joining us in the 5.30 segment. And we're going to have some way-too-early MLB predictions today on the show. So, yeah, I went to see Jizza the Genius on Saturday. Ah. We had a very hip-hoppy weekend. Yeah, we did. I was going to make that, but I was still recovering from Friday. Tonight's the last one. Yeah, so he had the three-night show, right? Three nights. Yeah, Jizza hmm. Sister Bar, three nights in a row. It, uh, not going to lie, it was super cool seeing, like, a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, like, right down the street from my house. But yeah. I'm legit disappointed because oh. it was billed as, like, Liquid Swords. Like, he was going to do Liquid Swords, the album, beginning to end. He didn't do any of it? And it was just, like, a just a just regular Jizza concert. Like, he did stuff off of all of his albums. Oh, okay. And well, mixed it up. Did some Wu-Tang covers, did some other good stuff like that. But, yeah, and you went to a... Not only went to, you hosted the DJ Quick concert on yeah. Friday. Legend himself. Yeah, it was, that was that was amazing. I've seen Quick perform a handful of times, and, and, and every time with him, it's always different. He does it different. He has a lot of energy, plays all the hits that you know. He's not one to come out and be like, hey, I got this new music. Let me test it out. No. No. He comes out of the gate with all the stuff that you know and love. So it was the a, hits. Yeah, it was a great time. Not only did you host and perform you ended up singing karaoke with dj quick (laughs) how did that work out dude so i was uh (laughs) this is weird so you know if you ever been to a show and especially a show here in albuquerque that's not like a huge show you you always have someone tell you when the artist is in the building right so it it just so happened that it worked out that i was already talking to the crowd Shout out to my boy Six. He comes up, whispers in my ear, and I let the crowd know, hey, DJ Quick's in the building. And so I thought they were going crazy because I said that, not knowing DJ Quick was just walking on the stage. He comes up behind me. He has a mic, and we're talking, and he goes, he just was asking me how the crowd was. Mm. And I was like, oh, they ready. This is a grown and sexy crowd. Mm. And he goes, how grown and sexy? He said, <laughs> he said are they Keith Sweat? Grown and sexy. And I was like, I'm going to show you. Told him to cut down the lights. <laughs> they, they put the little one spotlight on me, and I started singing Nobody. And the whole crowd just starts singing it. And I look at him, and he was like, that's what I'm talking about. So it was a good night, man. It was a, it was a very nostalgic night, especially for someone like myself who grew up on DJ Quick. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. It sucks I was too busy and I couldn't make it. That's a bummer. Oh, you would have loved it. You would have loved it. man. He had a full band there and everything, right? No, he didn't because um, there were some changes to the show. There was another artist that was supposed to be there who who wasn't able to make it. That's why he wanted to come out and let the crowd know. Oh, okay. But it was very thick because if you remember that same night, Ja Rule and Ashanti was supposed to perform, got rained out. So a lot of people from there came over to the L. Nice. Yeah, so it it was nice. I had no idea Ja Rule was coming into town, too. I, I found out maybe like, yeah, I found out maybe like a week before, but it sold out. It's so, they're always yeah. going to sell out, though. Good weekend, man. If you're expecting to uh, see us on Facebook Live, we are not live streaming today as, like I earlier said, I feel like garbage and I probably look like garbage, too. So I'm we'll, right with you. I'm not. We'll be, we'll, be back, uh, <laughs> we'll be back on the live stream tomorrow when uh, hopefully I'm – a little more above the weather. Yeah. So I finally gave in today, Robert. What's up? If 
Finally turned my air conditioner on. <laughs> what? I swear to God, dude. Today, today finally? Today. Almost at the end of June? Almost at the end of June. See, I have like I have like a personal challenge every year, like how long I could go without turning on my air conditioner. Today of all days, it's overcast. It's not yeah. It's not hot. Why 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 today? Oh, because you're not feeling well. Yeah, I'm not feeling well. Gotcha. I want to make gotcha. sure that I'm cooler later in the evening. Also, kiddo's back in town. I want to make sure it's nice in the house. Oh, the yeah. Kiddo. Yeah. But, uh, You're like me. The only time I ever turn my air on is if I know someone's coming over. Same. Because <laughs> I'm cool with a fan. I like it. I- I'm straight. And plus, like I said, gas prices are high, so I have to put my money in places <laughs> that I – Yeah. Yeah, I like I like it like eighty in the house. Like I don't mind that at all. Like with the breeze and the doors open. Oh yeah, I can do that. I can do that. It immediately cools down once the sun goes down. But I gave in. I serviced my air conditioner, cranked (laughs) it on. Now it's going to be all nice in the house now. Well, you can do that when you live by yourself. That's one of the luxuries. Sure. When I was in a relationship and me and my exes would live together, and I'd be like. What are we doing? Let's leave it off. We're not here. Yeah. Dogs don't care. <laughs> We're not keeping our meat from spoiling. Like it's, exactly. All the food's in the refrigerator. We don't need our house to be a refrigerator, too. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. Big shout out to the best in the biz, John Lopez. Any of your real estate questions, make sure you hit up. The most knowledgeable, successful man in this city when it comes to real estate, whether it's buying, selling, renting, owning, or if you want to, if you're interested in the career field, check out John Lopez, uh, John Lopez Real Estate, Colwell Banker Legacy Studios. So you're saying, like, you came in hot today. You're saying, like, the first thing you said to me after you sat down was like, "Damn, I miss football." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is it? I, I said that as soon as the finals were over. <laughs> I was like, I was just because you know how you like look. Okay, I'm, I'm gotten so used to being in this groove, watching sports, watching sports, and I thought about it. Yes, I watch baseball from time to time, but it's just nothing like football. You're not as big of a baseball dork as I am, right? I don't really. It takes me until after the All Star break to really lock in. Okay, yeah. I'll watch. I'll watch baseball. If there's a good pitching matchup, I'll watch baseball on a random Tuesday night. Like, Mm -hmm. you know me. Baseball gets me all the way to football season. But let's let's talk about missing football when we come back. You're listening to Two Men On in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. And we spend our weekends at Hollow Spirits. And you know what else we do on the weekend is we sip that watermelon walk-off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We did some sipping on some watermelon walk-off. By Teller Vodka and Safe House Distilling on Friday. Yeah. Cracked one live on air right at 5.01. Did that sound good over the air, Mikey? Oh, you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 
I mean, I did it on purpose. I yeah. held it right next to the microphone. I yeah. hope you could hear it. Well, some people miss fire because they've had too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just had the one. Can't be hammered on air. I can barely control what I say when I'm sober. <laughs> so before the break, we're talking about missing football, ready to have football season back. Like, What is it when you think about football that makes you jones for it? Man, it's just the whole atmosphere, man. Just I don't know when this started for me because I can distinctly remember as a kid watching football, but right. it not feeling the way that it feels now. Sure. So it's just the whole Sunday morning getting up. It's 11 o'clock here, like 1030. You're watching the pre-shows and – you're just trying to figure out which game you want to watch. or Because I'm not a big flipping the channels guy. Okay. Only time I'll flip the channels is if I see that the game, that there's a good game going on by the, by the sports ticker or whatever. Yeah. Then I'll switch. But until then, I'll be like, this is going to be a good game. I'm watching it. I'm locked in. It's just the whole environment, man. And then. It's a party environment, too. You get to yeah. cook. You get to yeah. grill out. And every week weekend means something. Those eighteen yep. weeks, it means something, Robert. Right? Yep. That's and, what I like about it. And you're right, uh, Mike. Every game has its own story. Yeah. Like they do a great job with the NFL. You know, you can say what you want about them. They do a great job making it like a soap opera. It's the best television sport. Oh yes, the way it's yes. viewed on television, it's made yeah. to be watched on television, right? Especially like the last, I don't know, ten-ish years with all the oh. new camera technology yeah. and oh my goodness, it's you know I I'm with you, Mikey. Like what I miss about it is the Sundays, like Sundays with the boys, yeah, like grilling out and cracking some coldies and. You know you ain't got nothing going on on Sunday. Like, yeah. You make sure you handle all of your adulting on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So you got nothing to do on Sunday. And it's just, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's everything, man. Um, this is the – well, last season was the first season that I was used to going places on Sunday. You know, I would join you and Fred mm -hmm. at uh, Bourbon and Boots. I had to get acclimated to that because I was just used to being – Okay, it's just me. I'm at my place. I'm comfortable. I'm focused. I don't have to hear the outside. But it's still the same. I love it. I love football. So you're more of a just solo on the couch guy. Yeah. Yeah? Big time. Really you want to watch the game. Really want to watch it. Right. I want to take in everything. Um, I'm more at the bar type of like, when it's a big game and it's not involving my team, I'll do it that way. Okay. But if it's my team, oh, no. I don't want to. <laughs> I hate going to a bar uh, and there's an idiot right next to me oh. saying, call the next play. It drives me nuts. Oh, or, or every. Are you talking about Tony Romo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every he would be that kind of person in the bar. Every play is holding. Yeah. Duh. They're not calling it. Because it happens on every play, bro. Like, how is this your first year watching football? It's just how blatant it is. They hold every single time. There's a penalty on every play. Oh, yeah. There's never clean yeah. plays. But that goes back to what matters you said. It matters they see it. It goes back to what you said. The, the camera work is so immaculate. We could see everything. You could see all the stuff the refs miss. You could see what the coaches see from sitting up high. Like, we see all of that. I just think this is one of – this season, to me, is the most anticipated season Look in a long AFC time. West. Yes. Man. This season is going to be 
I think it's going to be legendary just with everything that's happening from bad to good and movements and teams and divisions. It's going to be must-see TV every single week. And it, and it helps that your team is good. <laughs> yeah. It's so, a root for a good team. Yeah. So this is the first year I'm going to go out on a limb and boldly talk noise okay. about my team. I okay. never do that. <laughs> Even, even in the gauntlet of the AFC yes, West. I'm, I am boldly predicting my team is going to the Super Bowl. hey I'm saying it. I've never been like that. Not when we had LT, Rivers. That We went 14-2, and two, none of that. Nope. This is the first year I'm saying that. Because that's just the way the NFL is. You can have a team that missed the playoffs, and then the next year. Yeah. Boom. You always, make those additions. You always got that one team that was at the bottom of the division, then the next year from first to worst. Look at Cincinnati. Worst to first. Look at the Bengals. Yeah. Nobody would have said they were going to the Super Bowl. Not me. No. no. I love about the NFL. No. I thought they were going to be good. Like, I had them pegged to be over 500, but Super Bowl good? There's no way. Well, I had, no the, I had the right – Division, the right team, well, the right city that starts with a C, <laughs> but it wasn't Cleveland. Like I, th- I thought Cleveland was the t- was going to do what Cincinnati did. Cleveland's been fooling me for oh, years. Yeah, I agree. I thought Cleveland. Oh. It was this was their year. I was like, Baker look. Baker looked like he turned the corner the previous season. Like their roster. I mean, you can argue that yeah. the Browns have the best roster in all of sports. You remember that playoff game against Kansas City in Kansas City? They were leading by double figures. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're turning the corner. Yep. Yeah, they're turning the corner. All right. Another year. <laughs> another year out of Tom Brady. Seeing what oh, he has, man. Because I mean, when is he gonna fall off, man? Like never. I, I think we talk about this on the I show. I personally think this is his last year coming up. He keeps talking more and more when he had that golf thing or whatever last week. He was talking to the media and he was talking about the fact that he can't wait to get out and do stuff that he wants. Someone who's going into another year doesn't isn't that excited about football more than his free time. He was talking about that says something. I think. Yeah, I mean, he said, "I, I know I'm a." This isn't verbatim, but he said he just doesn't have the same passion anymore. And how could you? You're the greatest of all time. You've won more Super Bowls than every team in the league. You know what I think he did? He went back and watched that playoff game where they lost that last game to the Rams, and he was like, one play, we're going. So that's what kept him. I think if they would have – if he would have had a – they would have, like, made the wild card and lost there, I don't think he would have came back. Like, the way that they lost, he knew, okay, I can come back and really make a run at this again. Because I don't – people are saying, oh, he loves football. He is not playing for the love of the game. He is playing to win the championship. Of course. That's it. Legacy. Mm-hmm. Prove that he's the best right. over and over and over again. This isn't a Brett Favre situation. Also, he hates his family. There we go. That's <laughs> it. And he's N- running and, from his family is what he's doing. And the NFC is is, is for the taking. Really, is, to me, only a couple of teams are strong, maybe four or five. And that would be the, his Bucks, the Rams, the Packers, the Niners. That's it. When you look yeah. at the AFC, man, is it stacked. And I think the Bills have a good shot this year. I know I'm crazy, but it's too early to give a prediction. We'll wait until August. But uh, No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's got to be they're a surprise gonna, out of here somewhere, right? Uh, uh, the Bills are going to cruise in the AFC East. Yeah, they're, they're, they're locked in for that division. I have them against my squad in the AFC Championship. 
But I think it's the same teams that have been doing it the last few years. It's going to be Kansas City. It's going to be Buffalo. It's going to be – except for the Titans. I don't have them up there. It's going to be Cincinnati. They're going to be there at the end. So – We'll see. I'm I'm finally being that guy. I'm being that fan, and I'm going all in on my team. With, I mean, with the new playoff schedule, the new playoff seating. Yeah, the whole AFC West can get into the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, that's gonna be nuts. Yeah, this is going to be nuts. We'll see, man. That's why I'm so excited. That's why as soon as they were like the Golden State Warriors are your new champion, I was like, okay. What's up with football? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing here? You didn't even let them have their parade yet. No. <laughs> Got a month away to training camp. A month away. <sighs> I'm even excited for the analysts, the new analyst teams coming out, man. That's going to be fun. I want it all. I, I can't wait. Pat McAfee and Ryan Fitzpatrick. That is oh my goodness. an amazing duo, man. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. No way they're doing that sober. <laughs> no way. What, nice uh, what does Pat McAfee do sober? <laughs> that is going to be entertainment. My question is, are they going to make Pat McAfee wear a suit? Or is he just going to be what wife beater in a chain like well, he, he always does? He might be, be wa- like men without the tie. I think he's going to do wife beater, chain, and a blazer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what wife I, beater, I that. chain. I yep. see that. Yep. That's going to be entertaining. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's what football's been missing. Like, look, I, I get it. Football guy, I get it. You want an ex-player. You want an analyst who's been in the game forever. I get it. You want them to talk about the game, the actual sport. But you know me. Yeah. If you know me and you know this show, I want entertainment. Yes. I want to be entertained. Yes. And I think the reason that we haven't had more entertaining people is because of that like disaster when Dennis Miller was on Monday Night Football. Oh yeah, that was not a good fit at all. No, that no. was bad. Or, or even Rush Limbaugh. Oh they, God, man, was... they went through some stuff, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Try it all. You look back on that and like, what in the world were they thinking? Our friend of the North, Denver, Colorado, is absolutely killing it. Denver might be the hottest city in sports right now and we'll tell you why when we get back you're listening to two men on on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal vital i'm starting to worry about you my dude (laughs) oh man worry not i think his uh his memory's losing him I keep telling you not to play that Toby Keith when I'm around, Vital. Shaving well, horses. It's oh, that's a good song. I think <laughs> it's uh, part of the uh, rotating ah, music list. You didn't that pick I that one on purpose. No, no, I'd be playing R and B all. <laughs> well, who's stopping you? The powers that be. <laughs> he was looking for the. Fast forward, you was trying to skip it. As soon as you heard the violin, ah, man, this ain't it. There's a place for a violin, but it's not in country music, okay? Okay. And I like to have a dance party, you know. Tell that to Charlie Daniels. <laughs> well. The devil. That, went down to Georgia. That, that's, in, that's incredible for someone to do that. Do you, do you lump 
fiddles and violins into the same group, or do you think they're just so wildly different? That to me is uh, like good Celtic strings? Appalachian music. So I'll say this. <laughs> I look at a, a fiddle as like a Denny's, ah. and I look at a violin as like a place you need to call and make a reservation. Like Ruth's Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could eat, but do you, how good do you want to eat, or do you want to slum it? That's the, how I feel. The way a fiddle sounds to me, yeah, it sounds like someone just picked it up and did it once. Yeah, yeah. And they're and like, like, let's do it this faster. Is, this is fine. Let's do it faster. This sounds great. <laughs> oh man i can't hear a fiddle and not think about deliverance True. oh that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> where did they find that guy honestly like i'm a couple chains of dna away, DNA away from that guy so <laughs> i can't say that but... I, okay i'll put it to you this way we went somewhere have you ever seen these videos on IG where they have, like, people kicking around a soccer ball and they kick them to them and see what they're going to do? Yeah. Or they'll take a basketball uh, yeah. and bounce it to someone and yeah, yeah, try yeah. to cross them up? I'm with If you. we were walking, if all three of us were walking, Mike, and someone just had a fiddle, I guarantee you they would give it to you out of all of us first. Me? No, I'd give I'm, – I'm, so I mean, Van. Oh, yeah. They would definitely give it to you. They'd be like, I feel like you got this in your background <laughs> somewhere. I just look so aggressively Anglo. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's like, I can do this. I know somewhere down the line you've played one of these before. And I just smash it on the ground. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> Wild like rock stars who smash guitars. <laughs> Colorado is killing it. Congratulations. Denver sports fan, you're having a hell of a week this week. The Avalanche look unstoppable. They're going to cruise to the Stanley Cup championship. Game three tonight, and they've been incredible. Their speed is they've scored. They won on Saturday night, seven to zip. Seven That's zip. Unheard of in, in the, the finals. Playoffs. That is yeah. embarrassing. They didn't even like save some for later. <laughs> it was like we're no. gonna we're gonna hit you with this seven piece, crush your wheel. And let you know we're just going to sweep you. Uh, this is definitely a sweep, I think. It looks like it. Oh, yeah. It looks that yeah, way. It's not even. Seven rip. Tampa yeah. Bay's going for a three-peat, so they got a veteran group. And you could see it Saturday night. They could not hang with that group. I mean, the Avalanche are just, their speed is incredible. So you follow hockey way more closely than I do. Me, and me when too. And well. when I say way more closely, I mean I don't at all. <laughs> What's the key to the their success, Vital. Why are the Avalanche so dominant? Their offense. They're like the Warriors of the NHL. They just they they they're full speed, and their their checking ability to to you know use their body against you know to play play a physical style along with the speed is just too much to overcome. And all year they've been the top. Actually, this is the second straight year they've been the top offensive scoring team. And they're this year they're they're so dominating on offense. You can't stop them. Was this team concocted to stop the three-peat from the Lightning? Uh, it's the, the difference of styles. The, uh, the, 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 the Avalanche play at a real high-octane speed, mm -hmm. you know, like a la the Warriors in the NBA. And then you've got uh, Tampa Bay, which plays a little more traditional, more of a physical game, but they can get out and take it and move the, move the puck too, but not like what we're seeing in this series. Yeah. 
it, it, if you you wanted to figure you you want to really like hockey and you're kind of on the shelf but what to like about it you you're going to watch tonight's game 3 cuz it's incredible what the avalanche and how they're playing it's beauty on ice mm-hmm. Yeah, but the over-under is crazy. Oh, yeah. They're, they're coming like, off seven. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that had to move the meter. It had to. Vital, do you know who the Colorado Mammoth are? Uh, I know only of the Colorado Avalanche. I don't okay. know who the Mammoth are. The Colorado Mammoth just won the championship in the NLL. You know what the NLL is? You're talking lacrosse? That is lacrosse. Lacrosse? Professional lacrosse league. Oh, now you got and lost. It's a bigger deal than I thought it was. I'm Because I checked it out. I watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, how did you stumble it was upon this? Sold out. Well, I'll tell you how I stumbled across the National Lacrosse League. I dated a girl from Maryland. Okay. Maryland loves Huge lacrosse. On the Atlantic yeah. Coast. It's a big deal over there. And she turned me on to the, the professional lacrosse league. Like, I had no idea it even existed. I have a sports talk radio show. I did not know that there was a National Lacrosse League where they get paid a good salary and have fans and people show up for it. They have a lot of fans. I'm I'm on yes. the website now. It is packed. It's bonkers. Top to bottom. And that's what uh, regular season matches look like, too. Not just mm-hmm. playoffs. Like, people love it. It's one of the fastest-growing sports in the country. And Colorado Mammoth just won the NLL championship. So, Denver sports fan, you're about to have two championships in one week. That is sick. And you never know; it could be this year in NFL. And I'm not kidding with, uh, you know, the the acquisitions they've had, that team they've had. I I say look out for Denver this year. Denver's great. I mean, the Broncos. I'm saying whoever emerges from the AFC West is most likely going to be the favorite in the NFL. And if it's the Broncos, the Broncos for like the past three years. Broncos have had all the pieces except, except for, a quarterback. for a upper echelon quarterback. Yeah. yeah. They did uh, punt away their stud tight end, but next man up, I suppose. I want you to do something for me real quick. What's look up? look up NLL goalie. Okay. Okay. You got to see how much padding <laughs> these guys have on. Because, like, like youth and high school oh my goodness and college <laughs> lacrosse they just have like just like some padding on yo these guys in the NLL oh my goodness it's the same size as the goal where can you make a goal <laughs> exactly this guy looks like the stay huff marshmallow man just stuffed in front of a net yeah, like the Mitchell man yeah wow it's, yeah it it's, looks freaky it is comically large well, that ball's kind of hard in a way. So it's, I would say <laughs> Yo, this it is, is funny. It's coming at you <laughs> fast and can knock you out. It is probably twice as much padding as a ice hockey goal. Yeah, and I'm looking at the guy. Well, the the goalies that I'm looking at, they're big dudes. They're big dudes already. They're already big guys because yeah. there's no room in their helmet, <laughs> and then they got all of this stuff on. And then I'm trying to figure out where in the world can you shoot to make a goal. The score of the championship game was 10-8. to eight. The Mammoth uh, goaltender had 55 saves. So that's a lot of action. That's a lot. So, Well, I'm looking at the field that they play on. It looks fast. 
It's fast. It looks fast. It's fast and it's fun to watch. Yeah. They might have just had a new convert. I might be a NLL fan next year. I'm going to have to check those out because... <laughs> friend of the show, if you want to laugh, look up NLL goalies gear. <laughs> yes. it, it's, it's comical. Yes, it is. It's like they're doing it as a joke. Like they did it as a joke mm-hmm. one time and they're like, no, wait. Let's actually do this. It's the same size as the goal. And, I mean, you posed the best question is, how do they even get a goal? How do they get it past these how? guys? Can't you just stand there? Just stand there. Just stand there and just, block the just thing. Just flap your arms. They're, they're not getting in. Does somebody have to <laughs> put your knees together and flap your arms? There's no way they're making a goal. Congratulations, Denver sports fan. Might get two championships in one week, maybe three in a year. No, nah, I ain't getting that third. Spoken like a true Chargers fan. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't going for that Broncos stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real talk, in that division, the Chiefs might be the one to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I hope so. They got the hardest schedule in the league. They're and, missing. And just, they, don't, they, they don't have the speed that they once had on offense. No Tyreek. Their backfield's a mess. We'll see. And they've never played good defense. They're going to miss that safety blanket. Mm-hmm. That team was the only team that played exactly how you play with them on Madden. Sure. Tyreek Hill sure. running, fly yeah. patterns, leaving the middle open for the tight end. Kelsey, that's all it was. Deshaun Watson won't leave the news. More Deshaun Watson updates when we get back. We start our days at the YMCA, and I suggest that you do too. We love the support that they have, and we love what they do for the community. Any need you have, reach out to the YMCA. More sports-adjacent talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Burke. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Big shout-out to OG, friend of the show, New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Best coffee, I'd argue, in the universe. I haven't had any coffee from Jupiter or anything like that, but I'm assuming New Mexico Pinon's yeah. the best. It's got to be. Got to be. It's got to be. There's no need to even test that out. Uh, their K-Cups, which is what I use, are great. What's uh, what do you? What's your go-to? You just a traditional just, Pinon? Just the regular Pinon. I like the... Dark, pinion dark. That's a good one. That's my that's my favorite. It's my go to. Always got a bag in the freezer. I'm a fresh grinder. You're a K cup guy. Are you a drip guy, Robert? You know I don't drink coffee. Oh duh. Yeah. You see how quiet I got when you got duh. <laughs> I always forget. I just assume everyone has. I'm just. I assume everyone has a caffeine addiction like I, I don't. do. I think you never... see some people put a lot of milk in it and a lot of sugar, Gross. and it's like it's not really coffee after you put all that in there. That's like a syrup. You just turn it into hummingbird food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Watson won't leave the news. Nope. There's a leaked report coming out, and I'm assuming this was leaked on purpose, but the NFL allegedly is going to suspend Deshaun Watson for a lengthy amount a air quotes significant ban hmm so they're thinking a year probably or a more probably a season so if he gets a whole season he'll appeal still play and they'll, and they'll knock some games off yeah 
So like you said, someone leaked this because they want the appearance of that the NFL is really going to be doing something about right. it. And they got to take the temperature of the public reception. Right. If they say lengthy, possibly a year, and then everyone erupts, and it's like, well, maybe two years might be better. But I have a problem with this. This is, this is so hard to talk about. Sure. Every time we bring this up, in the back of my head, I'm like, can we really talk about this? Because we don't know. Right. We're assuming a lot of things. We're assuming a lot of things. And what if... And I hate to say this, cause, but it's still a possibility. All of this is not – it just comes, comes to find out this was something that did not happen all 20-plus times. It's if just it, the sheer odds. Yeah. yeah. If it was like two or three, yeah. I would be like, okay, mm-hmm. let's wait till all the information comes out. Mm-hmm. It's 26 lawsuits. But – And then the, uh, the New York Times report – yeah. At least 66 people were uh, massage therapists were contacted mm-hmm. in a 17th month period. Yeah. That is creepy. It's creepy, but is it criminal? That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. This is the this is one of the most intriguing storylines the NFL's ever had. It's creepy, it's perverted, yeah. but I don't I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I that- I know I'm assuming that these massage therapists didn't ask for it. Right. I mean, you got a towel over your buttocks, but, I mean, having your dong out and a massage, that's a, that's a no-no. Those kind of massages are only legal in a couple states here in the United States of America. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline when you call and Vital lets us. We'll put you on. Yeah. Friend of the show, Howard. What's happening, my dude? Hey, guys. You know, I know when you go in for a massage, you know, if, if you're laying face down, they have a hole for your face there. I mean, do they have an appropriate hole for your any other appendage? <laughs> I believe that's called no. milking, if I'm... Uh, <laughs> Whoa, hold up. There's oh, a term. Okay. There's a term for that, right. Howard. Whoa. Urban okay. Dictionary, well, you if know, you'd I, like I to. Want, I want to get to the NBA Finals, guys, but I do want to say something. You know, Robert? Yes. Every time Vance starts a story with, I used to date this girl, I just get choked up and I get a tear in my eye because the generosity of women just overwhelms me. Yeah, I I have (laughs) met a bunch of very kind women who uh, pity me. It's not my looks, it's not my personality, it's definitely not my career. Yeah, well, you know, you had some interesting uh, posts on Facebook this week, and that's something I'll ask you about another day. (laughs) Hey, guys... Yo, you don't like my dad fit, brother? What's that? I said, you don't like my dad fit, brother? Oh, no, I love that one, man. You oh. know, hey, my dad died when I was five, and I'm 61 now. So anybody that has their dad, cherish it, guys. Cherish oh, it. Oh, agree so. completely. Yep. Hey, uh, you know, the Warriors were amazing this year. And I think uh, I'm going to make a statement that, uh, Jeff, I, I was, I'm on a chat room with Jeff and a few of the other guys. And I told him, hey, you know, I believe – Steph Curry has supplanted LeBron now. I mean, four NBA titles, uh, an MVP. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Steph Curry has just uh, advanced beyond LeBron. And, you know, I've never been a big Steph Curry fan, but he is just starting to wow me and amaze me. The guy is something else, is he not? I I am with you, even though people don't like to say that. I'm, I'm completely with you. If you. I look at people who, how they played in the past and even now, 
He's the only one that can do what he does. That's crazy. Like, we've seen renditions of Jordan. We've seen people play the way LeBron plays, but we have never seen anybody like Steph Curry. Sure. He revolutionized the game. He has. And, you know, the thing about it is, is he was, you know, he was a little um, little soft in years past, and he's uh, bulked up a little bit. He's gotten yep. more muscular, stronger. Yeah, you're right. He, he makes it to the rim really. Mm-hmm. He, he, get, he can get physical. I mean, they had him on Horford for a little while. Yeah, you're right, Howard. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, discuss this. We'll talk about LeBron and Steph's legacy when we get back. Thanks for the call, Howard. Thanks for being a friend of the you show. You got it, guys. Later. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. More sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. One hour in the books, Albuquerque. That was a fun one. Oh, yeah. Flew by. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. If it's quitting time and you're just getting in your car, congratulations. You made it. A lot of you guys had the day off. I was going to yeah, say. Why yeah. are you at work? We don't. Should have just cut a special. <laughs> Just cut a show. Cut a best of. Now you today. say Take it. The day that off. takes more work. It's easy to come in the studio. Well, that ah, is you're true. You're right. Like, we're just so talented and professional that, you know, why Why wouldn't we do this? Yeah, Mike, now that I know a little bit about your side of the, the room, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot that goes into yeah. doing an hour show. Yeah. Or a whole three-hour show. I mentioned I was a little under the weather earlier, and I'm still feeling it, but I'm going to power through it on this Juneteenth observed holiday. Everyone in the office except for the talent got the day off, so congratulations, Cumulus family. I hope you're having a blast out there today. 505-246-0610. Call us or text us. Let me know what you're doing. I could use some barbecue after this, I think. If it doesn't rain. It was nice to see it raining around town, though, I got to admit. Whoever's out there on the Juneteenth holiday, I hope you're having a better day than Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to dwindle it down to did a day? Did you see just, him just fall off his bike? Oh, yeah, my, he did. oh my God. That was in slow motion, too. <laughs> he wasn't even riding it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the leader of the free world. Can we get off of a trouble. bike? We've been in trouble, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here comes six, seven dollar gas in the fall. Oh man! Yeah, and by the way, vehicle blaming the president Robert. for gas prices, guy. Yeah, if you're blaming the president for gas prices, guy, I'd like for you to Google OPEC. Yeah, no, yeah. they're not. Joe Biden doesn't set gas prices, bro. They're not. It's not how it works. Also, he's an idiot. Of all the reasons that you can be mad at the president, that's the wrong one. It's not the right. I know it's that's, a plethora of other things. There's so many legitimately good things that you could be upset with the president about, Actually, and you're going to pick gas prices, which he has nothing to do with. Actual tangibles that you can up. that you can point to. So, friend of the show Howard called us before the break and posed the question: Is Steph's legacy catching up or surpassing LeBron's? Vital, I want to hear from you first. Do you think? That Steph has caught up with LeBron or passed LeBron in legacy. 
Well, both of them have changed the game in some form or matter throughout history. They've they've done some to make the game better um, to the level of where it is, which I I like Curry. I think Curry is special, but I think LeBron's a little more special. And I think Curry deserves that after winning four titles in eight years. He deserves to be mentioned, but, you know, you, you think about the, the top people, and I think of MJ, LeBron, Kobe, um, I like Abdul Jabbar because I think he's one of the best ever. And then Curry, guys that have changed the game. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I don't think LeBron changed the game. I don't think he like changed the sport of basketball, but he reinvigorated marketing interest. The yes, the marketing aspect. He reinvigorated interest in the league, and I have him clearly, no argument, the second greatest basketball player to ever live. Uh, and magic but, brought the uh, league from the from the doldrums. But if we're talking, if we're talking legacy, uh, if we're talking legacy. Yeah, just legacy in the league. I do think that Steph has caught LeBron. I'm not talking about greatest players all time. I'm talking about legacy in the league. There you go. I'm glad you said it that way. Yes. Yeah. So, um. Go ahead. This is it's it's hard to say it because they're both playing right now. Right, and then you see the trajectory that they're on, and it's like, oh man! All it took was for Steph to win this one, especially the way that he did. And it, it, it this is why it's a valid question right now. I actually have Golden State winning next year. I don't see anything stopping them. When you have the team and the core and the leadership on the court and off the court that they have, they could they can conceivably get about two more. Remember, they lost their last five games. They didn't have Clay Thompson, and uh, uh, Curry was beat up. I mean, it didn't look good at the end of the season. Then the postseason comes, and they go on that roll. And yeah, the rest is history. I just think when it okay. So I don't, I do not want to downgrade LeBron at all, just because of being in the moment with the Warriors and Steph Curry. LeBron's been the man for a long time. Yeah, but. When you look at the way Steph has done it, people don't do it that way anymore. You don't stay with one team. You don't come from – you're not on the same team that won, what, 12, 15 games two years ago. Sure. And you come back and you – and he said it. This is how I look at it. We remember when LeBron went to Miami, not one, not two, not four. Not, yeah. He did all that and uh-huh. came to bite him. Steph said this. He says, wait till next year. Sure. He won the championship. Won the championship. So Called a shot. I think it is neck and neck, and I think these next few years is going to tell us who is who. Yeah, that's a great point because two years ago they were the worst team, and then yeah. two years later they're on top of the world. You know how hard that is not to yeah. bolt, not to leave, not to say, hey, I've done all I can do in this city. Let me go to somewhere else. He never thought about that. No. That's what's amazing because we're in the league now that they want to win now. I want to play with my buddies. We want to have a good time. We want to win with each other. And Steph has four championships, obviously all for Golden State. Yeah. But he's got three different teams, really. Yeah. Right? And he was the anchor. The first one I think is probably the most significant. The next two super team yeah. with Kevin Durant. Yep. That was a different 
uh, set up a different incantation of this. Oh, of you're this you're oh you're hitting. And then the new it. one, yeah. he's got all those youngsters, yeah, up and comers now. Man, I didn't even think about that because yeah. you know that first team was, hey, we're the Warriors, we're here. The second two was like, okay, you guys want to team up? We can have our team and get one guy. We'll show you the guy. We'll show you how it's done. Then okay, you could leave. Now I got the youngsters. With the veterans, I I won the first one with right. And Clay doesn't play for two years because of oh injuries. Oh my gosh, that yeah. had to help. But they built around Curry again, like you were saying, Robert. Yeah, and Good I don't part. I don't like when people say this. Well, if you put them on this team, no, that's the point. Yeah, that's not what needs to be done here. I, you keep him as the anchor, and you put people around him, and I bet you they'll be where they're going to be at the end of the season. Yeah, making the comparison. Um, because, look, their championships are very similar. Mm-hmm. LeBron has the one with Cleveland. It probably is most significant. That was after the ones with Miami. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he's got the one with L.A. Yeah. That's, I don't consider that a super team. I consider that's a LeBron-led team. Mm, what do you but think? He had, he had the two super team you think? Miami Heat championships. Okay, as a Laker fan, I got to disagree with that Laker team. Because you, you have to remember, LeBron was there, was it a year or two? They 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 didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He got hurt, and he went and got AD. Right. So that's like what we're living in now. We're Okay, if we're not good, we're going to go grab a, a known top ten player in the league and see what we do. So I, I kind of think that one was a let me team up because they got rid of all those young players who turned out to be great great players he would be so much better off yes that core if he still had that team they would have been pushing golden state this year to be in the final i think you're very correct yeah i think you're very correct but as far as legacies go i think yeah. they're neck and neck right yeah, now there they are you can't put one above LeBron the other. has more mvps but they have the same amount of championships mm-hmm. two of them are with super teams mm-hmm. they're both doing it into the twilight of their basketball careers right Steph, Steph's game oh, man. will translate for years. For a long time. For years. Unless you, he, you know, he has the ankle issues. Right. That, that may be the only thing that may slow him down. But then guess what? He could still be a spot-up dude. You know. They can get someone who attacks the basket, kick out. Yep. Exactly put, that. Put Clay on one side, him on the other side. It's a wrap. And man. you saw in that game six, the final where they wrapped it up, where he was doing a f- couple of fadeaway uh, threes. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is just to balance yourself so you, and the strength that it takes to have that fadeaway? We all look on TV and like, man, that's, I mean, I could do that on the back. You try doing that out in the back court or somewhere yeah. down the street and in the neighborhood, and you cannot do that. That just tells you the power that that little guy has. I don't mean little, but six feet. Yeah. Six, no, he's 6'3". Six 6'2". Six Is he? Yeah. But just the power yeah. that he has to do that with the control that he has and makes it makes it all the time. That's, I'm, I'm actually more impressed the way that he finishes at the basket. Nobody gives him yeah. that credit. He has a lot of layups that nobody – I remember he – I think – I want to say he led the league a few years – as the most points in the paint. Just I, going I to the hole, knowing you're going to get smoked, hip check, clothesline, and he still can finish. And I don't think you saw that in the series. I don't think a lot of people really pay attention if you do. He was incredible. He had over eight assists, nine assists a game. And the other thing, that he played defense. And a lot of people, that goes unnoticed, but I, I, 
that to me, he's the complete player. And that's that's an element of Steph's game that has improved over the years because he had a pretty big reputation for not playing defense. Mm-hmm. Not right. Number one, not being able to. Number two, not putting out the effort to. Yeah. But he, he's improved over the years on his defense. But I'll say it again. I'll beat it into the ground. If we're talking about goat players, it's not close. LeBron. Yeah. Is better than Steph. Yeah, because we're talking NBA legacy, yeah. like legacy careers. They're neck and neck. Yeah, because when you're when you, like you said, when you're talking about best players, you're talking about size, physicality, athleticism, sure. all of that stuff. That's just, hey, this is what God gave me, and I'm going to mold it into something unstoppable. Yeah, you're that's exactly why the right top, the top dudes are mostly centers and and bigger guys. Yeah. So, and if you want to sit there and make a case for LeBron James being the best all time. I, I'll hear you out. You like, can. Yeah. You can. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. You've watched them. The durability. That's another thing. Yeah. That's why I love that Mike always mentions Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem was old when I was young. Right. He was still playing. Right. Scoring 20, 20 and 10. So. Yeah. I think the only thing that separates, you know, we, we know we've had, this is sports radio topic of the century, you know, MJ or LeBron. I think the only thing that separates MJ from LeBron mm-hmm. is how much better MJ was than the second best player in the league. Oh yeah, Michael oh Jordan, yeah, Michael Jordan was miles ahead of right. everyone else he was playing with at the time. Right, LeBron James isn't miles ahead of Kevin Durant. No, he's not miles ahead of Giannis. He's not miles ahead of Steph. That's why I think that the MJ argument, it's not championships. It's no. Like, it's nothing like that. No. It's just the distance in between the best and second best player. I'm glad that you said that because when you name off those players, you could say, okay, um, KD's a better shooter than LeBron. He's a better scorer than LeBron, but right. LeBron can rebound. Yeah. LeBron can pass better. Mm-hmm. You can always look at those guys and name two, three things LeBron's better at them then. So, yeah, you hit that on the head. More basketball talk when we get back. Kyrie Irving might not be playing for the same team next year. Going to the Lakers. More oh. Kyrie drama. Oh. If you <laughs> if you had a, a Kyrie-sized hole in your heart, because we haven't talked about him in a couple years, well, here we go again. Kyrie's back in the news, and we're going to hit you with it when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. Hollow Spirits is the place to be if you want good food, good drinks, and great service. Highly recommend you check it out. It's probably the best bar food in town. And I just call it bar food because it's a bar restaurant. Yeah. It's not bar. It is like next level. Oh, man. Have we taken you here? Yeah, uh, Vital. No, you have not. Okay, put it oh. on top of the list. We've got to take. Right. We're oh. taking Mikey out for an, a meal and a drink. Oh, the food is amazing. Food's amazing. Oh. Shout, out to, shout out to Chef Rogers. Yes. So Kyrie Irving's back. Oh man, you thought he had his team set up. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, the Big Apple. Looked destined for success. Remember they were saying this is the best team ever assembled. 
Oh, man. How many games did they play together? Like four? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they probably won. They won, what, three? Kyrie's COVID drama. Oh, gosh. James Harden has a his own room at every strip club in the country. Yeah, he didn't like the strip club scene in, in Brooklyn. That's what it was. He's like, this is not Houston. <laughs> Too many hipsters. What are all these hipster strippers yeah. doing in Brooklyn? I mean, they got the thoroughbreds down in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant's so super soft. I think the Nets are trying to get away from Irvin here. He's got Everybody that is. To oh, yeah, yeah. They're tired of it, man. They're tired of it. This is this too much. But the way that he plays, he's always going to have a team opening, uh, welcoming him with open arms. He's easily, with no argument, a top ten guy in the NBA. If he plays, he, he, how many yeah. games has he played over the last five years? I guess he's only played sixty per year. Oh my gosh! Well, that, buddy, boy, that, am I glad you asked. He actually because that, Kyrie has only played or he's been injured thirty percent of his career <laughs> and missed more than half of his games. Oh wow. That is horrible. Half of his games with Brooklyn and he's been injured thirty percent of his career. That's with the COVID drama and the family drama and the I don't feel like playing today drama. When he's on the court, top ten guy. How long is he gonna be on the court? Irving has missed 314 out of 1,036 games since his freshman year at Duke. That's bonkers. And the bad thing about it is this guy wants everyday player, reliable superstar money. Someone's going to give it to him. Yeah, 100%. He's got it because he's still young. They're going to – they always flip it. Well, he doesn't have that much – Miles, not much wear and tear. Yeah, because he chooses not to play. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly it. About. He's never on the court. Of course he doesn't have any miles. Can you, can you imagine a team, a trade, if they wanted to pull the trigger on with Davis going, uh, switching <sighs> with uh, Irving? I mean, uh, and you've got LeBron, Westbrook, and Irving. That'd be bonkers. Yeah, what are they going to be playing with? Uh, Harlem Globetrotter <laughs> rules? Yeah. There's like eight balls on the court? <laughs> He's a head case. Oh. And I know a lot of like well-ran organizations in the league just don't want him. They don't want anything to do with him. Oh, man. He what? believes the earth is flat. He Without believes- blinking. Without blinking, he that's what it is. He believes the earth is flat. He thinks vaccines have robots in there. <laughs> he thinks there's micro-robots inside vaccines to control his behavior. You know what I got? You know what I think, though, Mike? We're looking at the wrong L.A. team. He, I think he will be a clipper. That's a good point. Yeah, that's I, a real good point. I really think he's going to be a clipper because they have the wing players. The clippers have not had a point guards since CP3 and to plug him in with them that'll be a big three that'd be a dominant big three yeah and they're coming off injuries you know Paul George and um I can't remember uh, Kawhi Leonard they'll be healthy and then if he doesn't play they're like oh we still got our two we still got our two yeah and they're yeah. they're here but what's what's the price gonna be how yeah. how desperate are the Nets 
to punt Kyrie and get rid of the head case. I think they're very, very much – he's not going to play there. I don't think he's going to play. He's, the way What he's asking for, his behavior, his absence – I was just reading earlier how he would do his own private team practices after Coach Nash's practice. You know how that is so disrespectful. Yeah, sure. that is. That's so disrespectful. It's like, okay, yeah, he's a coach, and we ran that little mess. Let's do some real practice now. Like, you got some nerve. Reports are Irving and the Nets are at an impasse. I like how they use that. Contract extensions. <laughs> impasse being <laughs> – He's crazy. Yeah, that, that's and like the, the nicest. Done with him. Yeah, that's like the nicest way to say, yeah, we're not. <laughs> Look, as a GM, as a as an owner, if I have a well-ran, reputable organization, I don't want anything to do with Kyrie. But if I want to win basketball games and put butts in the seats, you're like, ah, fine. Give me the insane person who can ball out of control. I guess we'll take him. It's going to happen. There's going to be teams drooling all over him. Yeah. Vital and Vital might be right. Could be the Lakers. Could be the Knicks. Could be the Clippers. The Knicks better not do this. The Knicks need to blow it up. Well, the the Knicks. I think the Knicks want. Um, they want to pair up R.J. Barrett with his teammate from college. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I the think guy that, from New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Will yeah. Williams. Zion, yeah, I think that's what they want to do, and they have the the young talent they can do. They can move around with that. They do not want Kyrie. If they got Kyrie on the Knicks, that fan base will be upset because they went through it with Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, but oh, as a so franchise right. uh, franchise that's growing, do you want to be with? Do you want to take on a guy who plays when he feels like it? I mean, and especially if you have a lot of young players, I'm like, oh, that's how we do it. Yeah, exactly. My leader's doing it. Why can't I do it? Impressionable young yeah. men, like you're trying to yeah. start a culture of success, and right. here's this doofus. But I don't know if that whole LeBron-Kyrie relationship has been patched up because they Kyrie pretty went pretty hard on uh, LeBron. Look, he went pretty hard on him. I'll tell you, LeBron will take him with open arms. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. LeBron, LeBron doesn't want to be a point those. guard anymore. Mm-hmm. LeBron wants those ships, especially yeah. like how bold it was for him to go to the Lakers. Yeah, he's he's going there to win them championships. Yeah, and then you then you throw in Harden to the mix. Hey, they got their their squad for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, Harden finally got away from him, and you just bring him right back, Michael Corleone style. I keep bringing me back in. <laughs> When we get back, Vice President and General Manager of the Albuquerque Isotopes, John Traub, joins us. Excited for this conversation. Isotopes had themselves a week last week, and we're going to talk about it when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Hope you're enjoying your observed Juneteenth holiday. I know we are. We're having some fun here in the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. With us on the Sports Animal Hotline right now is OG friend of the show, Vice President and General Manager of your Albuquerque Isotopes, John Traub. How's it going, my dude? 
I'm doing great. It's uh, been a very exciting uh, last week or so, and uh, it's great to be on with you guys. I'll tell you what, John, uh, I don't like to take credit for a lot of things, but I am 100% going to take credit for this win streak because <laughs> I was at the lab every single day last week, and we got nothing but W's. Six wins in we, a row against Salt Lake. We finally found the missing ingredient. Yes. You know, we tried, we tried to put it all together. We've got hitting sometimes, pitching doesn't match up. Sometimes pitching, hitting doesn't match up. We were probably all looking in the wrong spot. All we needed to have was you in the ballpark for six straight days. I'm not going to, like, demand a queen bed or anything too nice, <laughs> but at least, like, a cot or something so I just hang out a little more. Seven. Oh, you're welcome to stay there and help pull tarp any day you want. Oh, so, right, wait. There you go. Put them to work. Don't just let them just be lazy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, seven wins in a row for your Albuquerque Isotopes, including a six-game sweep of the hated Salt Lake Bees. This is historic. Oh, John, I, I just say that about everybody. I hate, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I hate every Isotopes opponent with, with a passion that's no, just so deep-seated. We, we've, got, we've got too much hate in the world already. We need to, we need to uh, embrace them, beat the heck out of them on the baseball field, but, which is what we did. Yeah, well, I, I love them Ws. That's, there we got that going on. This is the first five or six game sweep in isotopes history the boys made history last week how does that feel well we haven't had a lot of six game series that is in correct. history they only started last year but yeah i mean it's uh it's it's good that the team is playing well we've got seven in a row under our belt we go to las vegas this week where that team i believe they're they're in first place in their division um so they're we've got our, the, the tall task on our hands but the team is playing better we're certainly swinging the bats we have played well historically in Las Vegas, so looking forward to a good road trip. Speaking of Vegas, do you have to like keep a closer eye on the boys when we're on the road in Vegas? You're like, hey, we're gonna have a hard curfew tonight, kids. Like, let's let's uh, let's keep it tight. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Hey, oh, so I don't I don't need to pay attention to what's going on. With I just want to see a bunch of W's go up on the in the victory column. That's only if Van was a part of the team. That's all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John, with the winning streak, what is the excitement level that you see um, here in Albuquerque with the fans? Well, you know, the the fans were just terrific. This, I mean, they're always terrific. But this last homestand, um, I mean, they they come early, they stay late, they certainly are enthusiastic, and the players feed off of that in the in the dugout and on the field, and and they definitely know that the that the fans are behind them. So when the team is playing well. And and really giving the fans something to root for, it certainly provides an elevated level of energy and excitement in the ballpark, and the the, the players absolutely feed uh, feed off of that. And what what makes the the win streak even more impressive is you guys have been doing some roster roulette. There's a lot of call ups and and shipped out for a day or two and bring right back. Like this, like a whirlwind of roster. Like how does a how does a skipper know who they have every day with all these moves? <sighs> Well, he's involved in the decisions for one, and certainly has to notify everybody when they're coming and going and everything else. But um, that's what AAA is. AAA is a revolving door. It doesn't matter if you're with the Rockies 
or any major league organization. That's the role of the AAA club is to provide guys to you know be ready to play in the big leagues, and and we've done that. And guys, a lot of guys, a lot of younger guys have gotten their opportunities this year. Sean Bouchard is up there right now, and uh, Chad Smith has been up there, and Jake Bird is up there, and um, you know it's been a great opportunity for a lot of those guys to to get their feet wet at the major league level and and do well. And I will tell you, all of them have done well when they've gone up, so that's been great to see. But then they come back when it's you know if there's a guy who gets uh, activated at the big league level, and then a player gets sent back to us, um, you know they're they're right back at it, and they're you know nobody's sulking, nobody's hanging their head. Certainly guys would prefer to be in the big leagues and a triple A, but if they're not playing every day in the big leagues and they're sitting on the bench and maybe they've been with the club for two or three months and all they have is a couple of three dozen at bats for the year. Um, you know, they, they, they are baseball players at their core and they'd like to play every single day. So coming down here to get regular at bats and to just kind of get into that groove again is an important part of their development. So you got a great team at the isotopes and I'm talking about, on the office side, like from Forrest and Dylan and just, you know, everybody that has any kind of part uh, of the Isotopes organization is phenomenal. And we really enjoy working with them and partnering with them. And, you know, I think this is a top down approach and a lot of it comes from your vision, like the Isotopes, greatest stadium, best mascot, best promotions, best merch. Like, is is this a vision that you've worked on for years or is, are you just like just striking while the iron's hot? Well, I appreciate you saying that, but, you know, since the beginning, um, we have had terrific people working on our staff in the front office. And the, the, um, the vision of ownership when they started the franchise here was all about customer service and the fan experience at the ballpark and making it fun and affordable and, and wholesome family entertainment. And as time has gone on, you know, certainly people have, have left the organization. A lot of people have gone to the major leagues or other, uh, you know, professional sports leagues. And we, we, we kind of backfill with other people and we get newcomers that come in, but everybody knows the importance and the relevance of the isotopes in this community and throughout this state. And everybody's very honored and proud to be a part of it. And they, they, they just love being something that is good and wholesome for the community. So they want to do things that continue the legacy that we have built. And whether it's creativity with promotions, dot and I's and cross and T's on, on all kinds of fun things that we do, you know, it's all about the details, but it's all about that fan experience. So, you know, we've just had terrific people on board and Michelle Montoya does a terrific job in the community, getting the players out and getting the, the, the uh, organization front and center and a lot of community events. So what we do, it's not all about what happens inside the ballpark. It's a lot about what happens inside the community and throughout the state and the region, and, and that's an important part of who we are at our core. One thing that made me an instant Isotopes <laughs> My fan. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> answer. <laughs> not, uh, annoying your listeners. Hang on one second here. Okay. He's telling everybody it's dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, John, Sorry. what made me yeah. a fan of the Isotopes when I moved here to Albuquerque was the top-notch promotion nights that you have. Do you have uh, one that's dear to you, the one uh, a favorite for yourself? Oh, gosh. You know, I get asked that question a lot, and, you know, I my immediate go-to over the last several years has certainly been the mariachis. It's really resonated with the community. It's been received so well. The merchandise has been terrific. 
um, you know, the atmosphere in the ballpark, the fans just love. So that's been that's been phenomenal. There's been so many over the years, individual game type of promotions that we've done. If it's Breaking Bad related, Holly Home related, Better Call Saul related, or even going back, you know, to the into our first ten years or so when we did, you know, we were just kind of getting our feet wet and doing things like giving away houses, giving away cars, and things like that. Um, there's just been so many of them. We are so reliant on promotions and and special events um that uh we really of our 70 plus games that we do a year probably you know 50 to 60 or even more have some kind of a promotion attached to them and that's just part of the whole experience and there's been a lot that have been just memorable your albuquerque isotopes are on the road this week in las vegas but they'll be back next week tuesday june 28th all the way up into Sunday, July 3rd. Speaking of promotion, there's some really good ones next week. We got Tuesday, 50 Cent Hot Dog Night, Clear Backpacks on Friday, Saturday, Mariachi Night, Lowrider Night, and Sunday's the the big 4th of July, Independence Day Spectacular. So it's going to be a really fun week at the lab next week. Uh, anything yeah. the friends of the show need to know before we let you go, John? Well, you mentioned Saturday, July 2nd. You know, you talked about mariachis and lowriders. It's also a huge fireworks show that night. We've got a huge fireworks show on July 3rd. We've got a little something for everyone like we always do. And the team's playing well. We're playing the Astros AAA affiliate from Sugarland, Texas. And uh, I would just encourage people to get their tickets sooner than later uh, because, uh, in particular, that weekend is going to be um, just awesome. So I would uh, recommend that people get on our website, go to Ticketmaster, um, and get their tickets now before it's too late. Vice President and General Manager of the Isotopes, John Traub, thanks for your time, friend. All right, fellas. Have yourself a great night. When we get back, we're talking Clay Thompson getting loose <laughs> at the Warriors parade. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. There's very few things I like more in this world, Robert, than a nice, toasty, crisp, Adult beverage. You make it sound so great. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to look at the time. I was like, how much longer do we have? (laughs) I almost got you to try coffee a few weeks ago. You almost gave in. Yeah. Uh, But don't start. Um, Unless it's New Mexico Pinon coffee. Hey, there you go. The Teller pre-made cocktails, the watermelon walk-off, the mariachi margarita, the blueberry lavender lemonade, the, and my new favorite, the uh, grapefruit hibiscus lemonade, are just top shelf. I don't only have them when I'm at Isotope Stadium. Uh, have them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that I might have a problem with these individual drinks. So shout out to our friends, uh, Safe House and uh, Teller. Teller's New Mexico's Vodka. Make sure you give them a check. Especially if you're at Tope Stadium, man. The watermelon walk-off just hits different. Yeah, you have to have Tope one Stadium. in that environment. Yes. Clay Thompson had him a few watermelon walk-offs. <laughs> he got loose. I mean, of course, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Right. If anyone deserved it, it was him, especially with the last two years that he had. You're so right, man. What he went through and what he came back from and you know that horrible slump that, you know, 
the worst slump of his career, and it wasn't even close. That slump he went through when he came back and fighting through that adversity. And sports psychology is like a really big deal. Like you have a slump that lasts that long, like that affects you yeah. mentally. Right. Like it is horrible for your baseline mental health. What I want to talk about was how he was playing before he got hurt. Mm. Think about how good, great he was. Sure. Because if I remember it correctly, KD, you know, he had the ruptured Achilles. Mm -hmm. And I want to say Steph got hurt. Steph got hurt, yeah, ankle. And and he was the man. Mm -hmm. Like, I really believe if he did not get hurt – they he put the team on his back and they win a championship because he was shooting lights out. He was even when he got hurt, he pulled the Kobe, shot his free throws. Right, but for him to come back from that type, and then like you said, when he did come back, the the whole mental aspect, he wasn't the player that he's used to being. Fighting through that, yeah, man, give him some beverages out there in the parade, dude. He was hilarious. Not some, but all of them. He yeah, all, yeah, the- all of them. <laughs> Not like not like Tom Brady getting drunk off of one av- ah. avocado and vodka milkshake. No. Whatever it was. This is booze, baby. He got <laughs> lit. His rambling story. When he, everyone's giving their speeches and thanking the fans. And what is what are you talking about, Clay? He's like random pictures of old ladies. It was great. <laughs> Speaking of ladies, he Form tackled one. <laughs> oh, he trucked her. Yeah, he Jack Tatum, that lady. Oh, my God. That's how you know he's a beloved um, athlete in that city because that person's not going to sue or anything like that. Yeah. Because if not. They're just going to share that video a billion times. Yeah, open that wallet. Man. He started. If you haven't seen this yet, friend of the show, Google Clay Thompson at the, the Warriors parade. He got loose, and he was absolutely hilarious to the point where – he tripped, I'm assuming, because he was under the influence. Yeah. At least a little. Tripped, and while he was falling, just lit up this lady, like shouldered her to the point where she fell down, and he fell down on her. And, like, <laughs> she was, like, about to throw a fit. Yes. And then she got up and saw it was Clay Thompson, and she's just like, yeah, this is awesome. Tackle me again. <laughs> and he, had, he had, like, a... a a boat captain's hat on and he like lost his hat somewhere so like some yeah. some lucky fan out there has clay thompson's well, uh, parade well, hat well with that he lost the initial hat that he had on so he came in in style he was in the bay he was in his on his boat uh-huh. so he's taking the speedboat to get to the parade and it was a finals championship hat and he lost it and i'm like uh I don't think he's supposed to be operating this machinery yeah. under the, the the not the influence, but whatever. Maybe, maybe he was on his way in. That, yeah. 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 And, and then, then he had to deal with a stalker, then. an imposter, who dressed exactly like him and got oh. into the to the locker room of the Warriors. You know what, Mike? I don't I don't like the way they treated uh the fake clay. That's dumb, isn't it? I don't like the yeah, way they did that. that. Was, Lifetime ban? Yeah, they should embrace it. Much. Right. They Lifetime gotta, ban with a 20K fine. 20K fine? Not 20K. 10,000. They, they fined them for 10,000 bucks, too. 
Yeah. How, how are they going to find him? <laughs> that's on them, right? Who's going to Who's going to impose that? Like, that like oh, I'm sorry, them. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, you guys let me in here. What are you, the IRS now, Golden State? <laughs> you can't was, make somebody just pay ten grand. They had security footage of him taking threes during the practice. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And in 2017, he even fooled Golden State's Twitter. They showed they showed a picture, a, a video of him sitting right behind the bench, like giving the okay sign, like let's go, and they put it on their Twitter. <laughs> he's been he's been fooling them for years. Charged with trespassing. What they should have done is should have leaned into it and said, "Yeah, that was that was our idea. He was there on behalf of the Golden State Warriors. He's Clay Thompson's Golden State's official Clay Thompson lookalike, and just have him do public appearances and stuff like he." Okay, banning well, him for life? Yeah. That's stupid. Warrior security. We all don't look alike, okay? Uh, <laughs> especially if you look like Clay. I know. Like, you know what Clay Thompson looks like. Come on. That's worse than fake Drake. Look, Clay Thompson <laughs> is like an early 90s R&B singer. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? With that super thin John yeah. B goatee. Yeah. That is, goatee is hilarious. Yeah, he's. Like no I'll, one, I'll be sure. Bro. I'll That's, be sure. Yeah, yeah there it's, you go. He's, <laughs> like none of his friends have the balls to tell him either. Yeah, like, like well, hey, it's working, hey, man, you got to thicken that thing up a little bit. It's a little too thin. Yeah, you're not tying women to the railroad tracks in a black and white movie. You're playing basketball out here. Two hours in the books. Yes, sir. One more to go. Power hour, and we will be talking baseball. Our way-too-early predictions for awards and the playoff teams. It's got enough, it got enough games so far to where you kind of you know who's, who's ball. You know, you know who's the real competitors. You it's know who's pan- the real it's, challengers. It's panning out. I tell you how amazing Hollow Spirits is yet. I can't, I can't just get it. I can't get it off my tongue. Make sure you go check out Hollow Spirits. Great food, great drink, great service. And every... New Mexico United away match. We are there hosting New Mexico United watch party. Great giveaways and a lot of fun. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 Two FM hours in the book. Duke City, one to go. Having some fun with it today. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's a Fredless Monday. Co-host of Two Men On, Fred Slow, is out on assignment. Lucky for me, I got Robert Buck D. Gibson here with me, as he always is on Mondays and Fridays. Yes, sir. Welcome back, my dude. Yeah, man. It's been a it's a long weekend. Happy Father's Day to you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank right you, back at you, Mikey. You're welcome. I had a good Father's Day. I took a, took the kid to Lowe's. <laughs> That's the most father thing you can do. I I, pick, <laughs> I picked out like my most dad outfit I could find. Yeah, like, I saw it, man. Like high socks it. and that was nice. My closest tennis shoes that look like New Balances and tucked a ridiculous shirt in and took my daughter to Lowe's and tried to embarrass her, but she loved it. She I tried. She just like leaned into it. She thought it was hilarious. She's of that age. Yeah, she's she past, got a good sense of humor. Yes, yeah, she's past that. Like, yeah, my, I. I'm trying to think. Can I embarrass my my daughter is 19 today? I don't think I can. I think that's past her as well. So <laughs> I can try hard though. And I think she maybe either she's like grown past it, uh-huh. or she's maturing. 
or I've just beaten her down with embarrassment over yeah, the she's years. Like this and is nothing. Like, she's like, oh man, this is nothing compared to what you used to do, Dad. <laughs> this is diet. We're talking baseball. MLB way too early overreactions. Hey, it's good to be New York, isn't it? Hey. The Yankees and the Mets are killing it. Finally. The Mets are five games better than anyone else in the National League. And the Yankees are eight games better than anyone else in the American League. Second place behind the Yankees, Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays would be in first place in the AL Central. <laughs> Instead, they are 11 games back. They got that double the digit. They behind double digits. We could talk about the Yankees' greatness, but I want to talk about the Mets real quick. Yeah, they deserve it, man. We got to give them some shine. Because they were bad for a while. They're bad for a while. Yeah. Looks like they finally turned a corner. Like I said, the best team in the National League by five games. Five more wins uh, than the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're doing it without Max Scherzer. That's the scary They're part. They're doing it without Jacob DeGrom. That's another scary part. Dude, they are killing people. Let those guys get healthy at the right time, which Ooh. I think that's what the plan is. Francisco Lindor looks like Francisco Lindor again. Thank God. I was worried about it. He spent $360 million on this guy in last year and the year before he played like a replacement player. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be selfish again. Like I was talking about my football team, my baseball team. The Dodgers, I just hope I could finally get the World Series I've always wanted to see. Dodgers versus Yankees. God, wouldn't that be amazing? That would be the biggest thing media-wise in a long time for baseball. It would be so huge for baseball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Just gigantic for baseball. How about Pete Alonso? He, he's really busting it in the... Uh... With the Mets here. Yeah, he's playing out of yep. his head. Yep. And I'm, I appreciate it, too, because he's my first baseman on my fantasy. Oh, I, I knew it was going to come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Keep it cracking. Thanks for helping the, <laughs> thanks for helping the Twiffy pimps. Van is like, I don't care about nothing else. <laughs> Let's talk about my fantasy killers. <laughs> the Do I mean, the Dodgers have the best roster in all of baseball. They're going to be just fine. They're going to be there at the end of the year. But the Mets, like yeah. I thought the Mets were going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be this good. It's impressive. Well, they were, when I say they, the media people were apprehensive. They were like, okay, they're going to have a great pitching staff. They did not see them winning the way they're winning now, though. No. That was not a part of the equation. There's no way. Especially the NL East, is it's strong. Yeah. World Series champions, Atlanta Braves. Philadelphia Ooh. Phillies, who have one of the best offenses in baseball. Let's not act like Atlanta didn't wake up. Yeah. Washington, like, they're a couple pieces away from being as good as they were a couple years ago when they won the World Series. As and red hot as the Braves have been, the Mets still have a five-and-a-half game lead. Yep. Yeah. After Atlanta won ripped off 14 in a row, that's, that's telling you how good the Mets are. You're right. In El Central, like Milwaukee and St. Louis are neck and neck. Mm -hmm. I mean, that— that's that, the, that, division, that division is so soft. Yeah. That is just so Kevin Durant soft. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Milwaukee and St. Louis at this point are both 38 and 30 right now. Yeah, they pretty much have to win that division. Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Cincinnati are all just dumpster fires. Mm-hmm. Look, and the big club for your Albuquerque isotopes, the Colorado Rockies, if they weren't playing in the NL West with the Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, an upstart Diamondbacks team who are playing above their heads right now, Colorado would be so much better. They're seven games under five hundred. Yeah. But it looks like their rebuild is happening faster than expected. A lot of great baseball this year. If you're a baseball fan, you are legit spoiled this year. And what have I gone? I've gone six minutes so far. I, I was waiting. And I haven't even mentioned I was waiting. my Houston baseball <laughs> Astros, baby. I was waiting. Nine and a half games ahead of the second place Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Let's of go ahead and Orange County, of IT World. of Give your boys a division. Just stop this. Yeah. Stop it. Just don't, take the rest they, of the year off. Rest up. Don't they have a series coming up with the Mets? That ought to be a good one. Oh, that's That'll be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> That'll be fun. I want to talk about the Angels a little bit. They got to break that up, man. I'm sorry. They got to – it's – I know they got uh, Otani. They have – the best player in the league. Well, the best of our generation. Of our generation. Yeah. Do you think it's time? They really haven't done anything with this guy, man. It's like they, they will spend money on Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon, but they won't do anything else. They try to get cheap veteran contracts and slap them around Mike Trout. You either blow it up and start from scratch, or you have to spend money. You have to spend Yankees money, Dodgers money, yeah. and just buy every free agent. Because yep. they're wasting Mike Trout's career. Man. And they he's got, having a great year. He's not hurt. He's the best player in baseball. Again. He's not hurt. He's having a great season. What are we doing? What are y'all nothing, doing with him? Nothing. You you give away every prospect in your organization and you keep acquiring pieces and you make a run for it mm-hmm. if you got Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Yeah. The two best players in baseball are on your team. Your team. And you suck. Have a losing record. <laughs> You're playing so bad you had to fire one of the best managers in baseball just to do something. But Mike Trout goes on a slump. Mike Trout goes 0 for 34 or whatever it was. Yeah. And then they fired Joe Madden. Yeah. He ain't got nothing to do with these guys slumping. I love that story. I, I wasn't here. I know you guys touched on it. I know you did. When he, he went and cut his hair into a mohawk to, to get the team rally behind him. And then the same day he got fired. <laughs> so he went home unemployed with a mohawk. <laughs> you'll get fired and you'll get off, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cut a mullet. <laughs> Bro, that's oh, my no, nah. mohawk. Cut a mohawk mullet and nah. get fired. I got to slap somebody for day. that. I got to slap somebody for that. <laughs> How old is he? He's old. He's old. He's old. When got him a mohawk yeah. to show up to the park just to be locked out. Nah, we don't need you, bro. Go back home. You're good. Every manager in baseball, except for like Gabe Kapler, is old. is old. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they looked at him like, this is why we're firing you. You showed up with a mohawk. <laughs> Somebody leaked leak pictures, and they're yeah. like, nah, nah. You're making the right decision. Not with those glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, you're predicting a collision course. Yeah. Yankees versus Dodgers. Yankees, Dodgers, 
um, omitting any type of major injuries. I know the Dodgers, Mookie is is got a cracked rib, but he'll be all right. He'll be up. He, yeah. He'll be okay. I he'll think that's just a cautionary thing, but that's what I'm banking my money on. The Yankees are an absolute juggernaut. I mean, they're pitching out of their mind yeah. and just slugging everybody. 340 runs scored. That's the second most in baseball behind the crosstown rival Mets. Their field, man, they got the perfect Mm -hmm. team for that field. And Judge is smoking it. Here's, Here's the big indicator of how good they are. They are plus 143 in run differential. That means they scored 143 more runs mm-hmm. than the teams that they have played. The next most is the Dodgers with 114. That's 30 more runs differential than anyone else in the league. That's insane. And they're and they're getting amazing pitching performances from guys that we thought they were just average pitchers yeah. last year. Like Nestor Cortez. Mm-hmm. With his super sweet mustache and his weird windup, I wish I wouldn't have traded. Excuse me, wish I wouldn't have traded him away earlier in the year. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, I love fantasy baseball. I ain't trying to lie. <laughs> so the Yankees forty nine and seventeen with a unreal seven forty two win percentage. Just the class of baseball this year, <laughs> and. The Yankees get all the haters, right? The yeah. evil the evil empire. They spend more money than everybody. But the pinstripes, baby. Like that NY on the hat. It's iconic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Baseball is better when the Yankees are good. Yeah, they better they better be the hated team because that means they're good. Sure. They've been not good for a while. They haven't even been in conversation for championships or being feared or none of that stuff for, no. for a while. So no. it's about time that they cycled back around. I just love that the Mets are good, man. Because I, I remember my childhood. The Mets were the team, man. I remember. Doc and Daryl. Oh, yeah. yeah. All those guys, man. And it was just iconic. To, so to see them be back on top, hopefully for a spell, especially with that team that they have, I'm looking forward to it. All right, we're going to give you our playoff picks and our way-too-early MVP and Cy Youngs when we get back. If you're a kid interested in sports, check out i9sports.com, League Office 280. It's League Office 280 at i9sports.com. Phone number is 505-312-4999. They're the best in the biz, and we are so honored that they are a sponsor and partner of the program and have been since day one check out i9sports.com league office 280 more baseball talk when we get back you listen to two men on on 95 (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to two men on on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal i think i finally turned the corner feeling better my little headache and tummy ache slowly went away there we go I still, it's not great. I feel better. I don't feel like walking away and just leaving you and Mikey out to dry here. I'm in for the long haul, baby. Let me say you went this far. Went this far? Yeah. Yeah. First hour, I was, start, I was about to start texting Star TV and Radio 
KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega last minute coming here, bringing the righty. Give me a reliever. Oh, he would have been great. Speaking of relievers, I think we might have him on on Wednesday. Fred, Fred will be out on assignment for mm-hmm. a few days. All right. You say you got a collision course, Yankees and Dodgers, which yeah. the MLB just got a raging boner hearing you say that. <laughs> I like the best World Series matchup in the history yeah. of World Series, Yankees-Dodgers for all the marbles. I like it. If that's what it ended up being, I'd be in. I would be in 100%. But you got to watch out for Toronto. You got to watch out for Tampa Bay. You, of course, have to watch out for Houston. Yeah, your boys are, they got the experience. They've been there over and over and over and over again, with or without cheating. The Astros are in the mix. (laughs) I'd say they're going to get there. Yeah. Regardless. They're going to do it. Oh, and we just signed one of the best sluggers in baseball for pennies on the dollar. Jordan Alvarez, mm-hmm. have you seen this kid swing a bat? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I was watching him. Uh, Ooh, they had some what? videos of him on, on Instagram. Oh, he's he's the truth. And what about a new Subway series? Oh. New York, New York. That's the second best. Might be the first. Well, I'll say well, the there's, second. There's already been one, though. There's a, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yankees-Dodgers hasn't been since the Dodgers were in L.A. Yep. The Milwaukee Brewers can get their act together. They're scoring runs, but their elite pitching isn't pitching elite this year. That could warm up, though. Milwaukee and St. Louis are both dangerous. And Goldsmith, I, oh my God, this guy. He is on fire. Anytime you watch highlights, it's RBIs, hits, home runs. Combination of one of those three when it comes to him. Yeah, he's lights out. The only person playing better than him in the National League is Manny Machado, who unfortunately Mm. sprained his ankle yesterday. But I have Manny Machado as my early season National League MVP. You do? I do. Manny Machado's Ah. playing lights out. He's leading the uh, National League in war. Okay, yeah, you're a big war guy. I'm a big war guy. Yeah, yeah, war yeah. is the best indicator of total value of a player. Gotcha. But uh, Paul Goldsmith is leading the National League in OPS, which is another really good indicator of how well you're playing. Speaking of Manny Machado, another team you got to watch out for is the Padres. Of course. They're going to get Tatis back. Machado's playing. Lights out. They got a really good rotation. They got a deep rotation. Those dudes can pitch. Yeah. To me, the past few years, it seems like San Diego's really been building towards something and they just keep choking or coming short. Like they're like the organization isn't that bad, but they're like the Cleveland Browns to me. Or I was just gonna say the old San Diego Chargers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, with with the Padres, I don't think I think, okay, so last year I very distinctly remember neck and neck with the Dodgers for a long time, and then they had the big injury to Tatis. Yep. 
Hopefully that's not what's going to happen here with Manny because they're keeping him off the IL. But it's like, minor. yeah, but you don't know about them because they do have a lot of young guys. You're right. Kind of unpredictable, like to ride motorcycles and jump off cliffs and be in rap videos <laughs> with Bad Bunny or something. I don't know. Bad Bunny. <laughs> but they they got a great foundation. They got a great foundation. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame they just got to play the Giants and Dodgers over and over and over again. Yep. Like that's the NL West is like the AFC West. Yep. So who's who's your uh, National League and American League MVP so far? I got Goldschmidt. This guy is my NL. This guy second in average, third in RBIs, second in hits. Like his name is everywhere. It's everywhere. all over. Leading the league in on base percentage. And even though Manny is on a better team, for you to have those type of numbers, that's 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 pretty significant. So I, I got him. As the National League MVP. Now, the American League, I'm sorry. All rise for the judge, man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. All rise for the judge. Aaron Judge is not playing this year. And he's actually, to me, pushing the envelope to being the face of the league. Aaron Judge deserves it. He's on a better team. He'll probably get more votes. It's the Yankees. Yeah. Right now, I think Aaron Judge would win. But I know who my MVP in the American League is, and that's the Guardians third baseman, Jose Ramirez. Mm, he is a stone yeah. killer this year. What he does for a elite defense, he's got an absolute cannon, steals bases. He does everything for a baseball team, and he's a leading – the American League in war. So both of my picks are third basemen leading yeah. the league in war, Manny Machado and Jose Ramirez. But I am not mad at the Aaron Judge pick. I wouldn't be mad if you said Mike Trout, uh, Paul Goldschmidt in the National League is an excellent pick. Man, Bryce Harper's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't mad at it at all. And so Cy Young. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Who do you got? Let's start in the um let's start in the AL. No, I mean the NL. Let's start in the NL. I hate to say this. I got a boy from the Padres, man. I got Musgrove. Musgrove's lights out. Man, this is like him, it's like an old school pitcher. Like he's got the numbers, he's got the wins, the low ERA, he's not losing. He's pitching a lot of innings. For now, for today's time, you right. know. So he's definitely the guy who I see as the AL Cy Young winner. Yeah, I got to agree. Uh, National League, Padres I, pitcher. I said AL, my bad. Yeah. NL, I'm sorry about that. We're we're so uh, verbose. We're so prolific. We can't, <laughs> can't bat a thousand every show. Yeah, Musgrove is my, so far, my way too early Cy Young pick he's just he's been lights out he eats up innings he gets wins he doesn't he doesn't get hit hard right 56 hits against him this year 0.92 whip Ooh. only five of those hits five out of 52 hits have been homers so the ball's staying in the park which is right. very impressive right my dude in the al who yeah. if you don't know who this guy is well, you got watch him pitch 
young man on the Tampa Bay Rays, yeah. Shane McClanahan. Yeah. He is an absolute strikeout machine. Yeah. 0.85 whip right now. 111 strikeouts in 83 innings. And he's That's filthy. He's leading the league in strikeouts by far. Yeah. It's he is filthy. By far. But you know who I want to keep an eye on? I got to keep an eye on the old horse, man. Your boy, mm-hmm. Verlander. I got to keep an eye on the old horse, man. He's he's chugging along. His numbers are very, very good, very respectable. Yeah. But see, with Verlander, it kicks in with him after the All-Star break. You're right. You're exactly right. So we got to keep an eye on him. I got him. He's right outside of the top five in the yeah. league, but – I can I can see him just getting hot and not losing again. Like that's the type of pitcher he is. He was on fire to start the season. Mm-hmm. If you'd have asked me last week and definitely two weeks ago, I would have picked Verlander. He got hit pretty hard uh two starts in a row. It mm-hmm. but it ballooned his ERA all the way up to two point three zero. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's lights out. So give me, at this point of the year, Joe, Gr- Joe Musgrove and Shane McClanahan. Yep. But I got a just special place in my heart for Nestor Cortez. He yeah. is so fun to watch pitch mm-hmm. with his, like, tons of different wind-ups. Yeah. His, like, a repertoire of, like, eight pitches or something like that. He's fun to watch. It's With him, it's a mind game. You'll be defeated before the pitch even gets to you. Exactly that. Yep. And he doesn't look like a baseball player. <laughs> Those are the best dudes. Those are the best dudes. I love the Prince Fielder looking guys. Yeah. The, the Bartolos. The, the Bartolo Colognes. Uh, Give me those dudes, man. Yeah. So I, I'm rooting for Nestor this year. Nasty Nestor, as they call him. My dark horse for the NL. I got to stay at home with uh, Urias for the Dodgers. Okay. A lot of people coming into the season, you know, we had other pitchers named but he's been the dude yeah he's been the dude for the last few years that kind of gets overlooked yeah walker bueller looks like a shell of himself right? yeah like what happened especially this especially at home yeah like on the road he's been he's been great at home he's been getting shelled walker bueller was my preseason cy young pick a lot of baseball left who knows yep when we get back you uh you asked you proposed a interesting question Right before we started the show, like yeah. if you could have any trophy, yeah, any championship trophy from any sport, what would you want? Yeah, it, and it's we're basically gonna, like the best sports trophy bracket. Okay, yeah. we're, we're going to get to that when we get back. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. Come back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. We're talking best sports trophies, and I already have one obvious answer, my first place, but my second, third, fourth, whatever place, right. there's some wiggle room here. Yeah. Like, I can be convinced otherwise. So, you, you got a bracket pulled up. Right? Yeah, I have it, yeah, I have it up. Okay. So, I'll do it as they have the matchups in place already. And they're seated. They're seated. Okay. So, it's, it's one through eight seed. So, you know, the number one seed goes up against the eighth seed. The number one seed is the Stanley Cup. Okay. They have that going up against the eighth seed, the WWE title. I do believe if Fred was here, he'd have a, 
a bone to pick with the, with the WWE title being the last. It's uh, it's good that he's not here. Yeah, no, no. We, would, we wouldn't hear the end of it. No. Okay. okay. So that's just, this is a very unfortunate matchup. Yes, it is. I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. a WWE championship is that's a very good answer, and you can make a strong case. But it's going up against number one. Yeah. And the real answer to this question. The Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup. I'm with you. Now, I am a WWE guy. Yeah. The problem is, I just went to a WWE event, and they have a lot of replica belts. They have very realistic belts, like $300 to however much. So I've seen those. Yeah. I wouldn't be special. No. Everyone has a WWE title belt. Right. So I'm with you. Stanley Cup moves on in that one. Next, we have number four, Heisman Trophy. This is a good matchup against number five, the Larry O'Brien Trophy, which is the NBA Finals Championship. Okay. I know where I'm going with this one. Unpopular answer. Okay. But I am going with the Heisman. Oh, really? Because the iconic position that he's in. Mm. Like, think about all the different athletes that have done that throughout the years. It's so iconic. Got you. You know, seeing, like, some of the greatest athletes in the history of sports. Yeah. Kiss the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just so iconic, you know, holding it. Yeah. Michael Jordan sitting like there crying, yeah. Kobe kissing. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, like, all there's all these great moments that are tied to it. But I think that the Heisman is more iconic. Who do you got? I know. I think this is my very deep-seated tie to hip-hop. Okay. I like stuff that shines and blings, man. Okay. Give me the Larry O'Brien okay. trophy. I need right. that gold. All right. Even though... That's a good answer. I, even though... the Another thing about the Heisman trophy, I don't know how to hold it. Have you seen guys hold the Heisman trophy? Yeah. They get the hind leg or they yeah. hold the arm or... Nobody really holds it correctly. Larry O'Brien, you know, you get to the base, you put it over your head, uh-huh. and you hold it like a baby. I'm going to go with the Larry O'Brien trophy. I'm not mad at that. I think yeah. it's a coin flip. Yeah, but that, that's a gr- good matchup. Here's an intriguing one, and I don't like the way they have this one seated. The number two seed in the whole thing is the Masters Green Jacket. Interesting. Yeah, okay. and that's going up against number seven, the Olympic gold medal. Okay. That's a weird – the Green Jacket – is iconic. It is. You know exactly what it is. Yeah. Anybody in sports, whether or not you like golf, yeah, knows exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. But a gold medal, baby. It's a gold it's medal. A gold medal for the country. That's a weird seating. Yeah, that is. It's. It's. I was looking at that. I was like, why is the green jacket number two? But mm. I'm. I'm going Olympic gold medal in the upset. Agreed. Okay. And then the last one, last matchup we have number three, the Lombardi Trophy. This is a good one against number six. MLB Championship Commissioner's Trophy. Yeah, That's buddy. That's another unfortunate matchup, isn't it? It's got two things that I like. It's got the bling, stands out. You're going to be surprised at my answer on this one. I, uh, man, that's tough. I'm a huge baseball dork, and it's a beautiful trophy with the pennants hanging down, and it's, like, got a unique shine to it. I think this, uh... Lombardi has more iconic moments. Yeah, with with the, the trophy. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go MLB. I'm gonna go MLB. It's I'm cool. It's cooler. I'm going with you just for that reason. It just looks cool. It more looks unique. unique. Yeah, I just like the way the pennants are all around it. And there's only and I'm this is kind of weird, but I am all about the iconic shot with your trophy. There's only one way to hold it. Okay. Yeah. 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 
There's only one way. You yep. can't just hold on a little stem here or the Lombardi. Yeah. I just think also the commissioner's trophy will stay cleaner longer because I've seen that Lombardi. <laughs> yeah. That Lombardi looks a mess sometimes. It almost disappeared into the Tampa Bay Ocean. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I can I think I got. So we'll we'll. Do you want to go to the next rounds and see, or do you want to? Yeah, let's just do our our official rankings. Okay, now. I got think you. there's two snubs. Okay, got you. Okay, okay. Go ahead. two snubs here. Yeah. Instead of, um, the green jacket. Okay. I think the claret jug, from the British Open. The British. Oh yes. It's more. Iconic. There we go. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're right. Well, the claret jug is my my number two on my list. Okay. And uh, the Wimbledon. Both the the plates, yeah, that's pretty iconic too, man. Oh, I'm, look, that lets you know how I'm, I'm ranking Wimbledon's now because I'm thinking of Serena, and all I can see is the plates. I just disregarded the men's trophy. Yeah, 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 altogether. <laughs> so, so when I was thinking about this in yeah. my head, in my head, yeah, they were both plates. Yeah, yeah, and I thought they were both plates. Not, and that kind of offensive that <laughs> women's is a plate, right? <laughs> <laughs> What you going to make to put on it? That's messed up. All right. Congratulations on your trophy. (laughs) Now go make dinner. And wash it. (laughs) Yeah, I think those are two snubs. Yeah, I got you on that. Wimbledon and the Claret Jug and the British Open are dope. Yeah, I would have took off for those two. I would have took off the WWE title and the green jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. WWE is a good answer too, though. It is. But I just see that too much. It's not unique to me. All right. Even though I'm not the world's. Biggest hockey fan. I do have a you know a varied interest in the sport of hockey. Okay, it's it's amazing live. Okay. If you haven't been to a yes, I have professional sporting event mm-hmm. for hockey. It's amazing. But uh, Stanley Cup is the answer. I think it's so easy. It's overwhelmingly the Stanley Cup. Yeah. See, in my finals, I have the Stanley Cup versus the Commissioner's Trophy, and give me Stanley Cup. Okay. I love the size. It blings. You can drink out of it. You can drink out of it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Because if you got the Stanley Cup. Everybody, you can be a block away and be like, is that the Stanley That's Cup? Stanley Cup, bro. What is, what is Buck doing with the Stanley Cup? <laughs> That's what I want when it comes to a trophy. And I, th- When I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, my first, my first two trophies, number one, Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. number two, the Claret Jug. And I was like, oh, you could drink alcohol. You could drink alcohol out of yeah. both of them. That's why I picked it. Yeah. A, little, a little subconscious right there. I got Stanley Cup, and it and it's. I don't think it's any debate. No, uh, that's the greatest trophy. See, everybody else can fight for sil- yep. of silver and bronze. Gold medal is goes to the Stanley Cup. When we get back, we might do a segment. We might do a varsity. I don't know. We didn't assign a varsity during the show, but you know how much I love that I nine varsity. Speaking of I nine, I nine league office two eighty. You kids have any special interest in sports, they are the best in the business. Shoot them an email, leagueoffice280 at i9sports.com. Give them a call, 505-312-4999, or visit i9sports.com, leagueoffice280. More sports-adjacent com- content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. Welcome back to the show, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 Deep Sports Animal. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio, as we always are. 
John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate answer all of your real estate questions, whether you're selling a million-dollar mansion or you're looking for a starter home. John Lopez is your guy in the real estate world. Robert, this is one of my favorite stories that I saw all day. You know Bill's coach, Sean McDermott? Yeah. You know how hard it is to be like an upper-level football coach, right? Like the hours it takes and the dedication. and It's, your, it's literally your life. It's your life, right? Yeah. It's yeah. your life. At any level, coaching is quite the time investment. Uh, Sean Dermott says that he's not going to sleep in his office anymore. He's going to try to find a better balance in life, oh, spend more man. time with his his wife and family. Oh, bruh. That's come on now. That's how crazy these coaches' lives are. That you just get indoctrinated to be like, oh, this is normal. I'm just going to sleep here. You know, I was joking with GM of the Ice Topes, John Traub, earlier in the show when we interviewed him and saying that I need to sleep. At Tope Stadium, because every time I've gone last week, they won. Right. And your isotopes have won seven straight, six-game sweep last week. But you shouldn't do that. You should be able to sleep in the comfort of your own home. You should not work so hard, be so overworked, so indoctrinated how much time it takes where you sleep at the office every day. Yeah, it's consuming him. But I got to say... It's a brave man. Because I had to look. I said, does he have a wife? Yep. Yeah, bro, you playing with fire. Yes. You're, look, I couldn't even find a girlfriend to stay with me just because I was doing comedy a couple nights a week. <laughs> coming home late. Can you imagine not yeah. coming home? Yeah, kids, we'll see daddy again in nine months. What? Yeah. But, okay, I, I, I won't compare because it's not like he's not taking care of home. But still, it's nothing money can buy but that can replace time. Oh, exactly. So it's crazy that we're looking at this story because I really want to know what the wife has to say. If she could just be candid and not be PC, I bet you she is not happy. I bet somebody tries to get a comment out of her. Oh, yeah. Now that this is a story. Yeah. That he's been sleeping in his office for years. <laughs> for <laughs> years. Not once. No. Like, not like, oh, had a late night, got to sleep in the office. It was a normal practice for Coach Sean McDermott for years. Well, I'm looking here. He has a wife and three kids. So he's been home at least three times. unless unless i won't even go there (laughs) unless she's making special visits bringing them dinner to the office but how long like you got to be supportive of your husband yeah yeah career and what his passions you know yeah it's going to take a lot of time no matter what but what's the breaking point for the wife or she's like honey like i haven't seen you in nine months you got to start sleeping at the house yeah. Your kids forgot what you look like. Yeah. The mailman is looking really good to me right now. <laughs> like, you need to stay home, baby. Well, does okay, so do you, in this case, do you get a partner who loves football just as much as you do or has an interest in it? Because I don't think this would work if it was with someone who didn't give a damn about football. Yeah, you're making a really good point. 
whether it, they wouldn't understand it, whether you're showing support just for the career or you right. realize how hard it is to be to make it to that level in coaching. Yeah, you got to be supportive either way. But having someone who understands the dedication goes a long way. Softens the blow. Even you know we like we're not at the level of Sean McDermott, but when you do things. The way that we're used to doing it, that we do it. There's not a set time that you have to be places. You have to be places, but there's a lot of preparation before. You got to do things afterwards. There's a lot of meeting and greeting, and a lot of people don't like that. They don't understand the life. No, because they're they're used to nine to fives, right? And they know once you clock out at five, you'll be home in fifteen minutes. Yeah. So when you have something like this, it takes a very special person. To understand it and respect it and not be another stress added upon what he has with running this team. She's got to be a special woman. And time with the family is irreplaceable. Yep. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, because your boss is not standing at your bedside on your dying days, it's usually the family, right? Exactly. There's a balance. Because guess what? They'll put a, they have a job opening <laughs> the same day. <laughs> <laughs> the same yeah. day, yes, you're laid up. Hey, we got this job opening. But you, it's going to make you a better coach, a better person, if you're spending more time with your family and making yeah. sure your mental health is in check right. and sleeping in your own bed and waking up with your wife and family. That's going to make you a better coach when you are on the clock yeah. being the coach. So how does, he, how does he teach this to his players and to his staff, though? Right. Like, I know he's telling them, hey, spend time with your family. Do this, do that. You got to practice what you preach, though. Yeah. It's like, coach, you're here all the time. Yeah. Did you sleep here? You slept Are here. you in your pajamas, bro? <laughs> you slept here again, coach. And by the way, change your pajamas. You only have one pair of Bill's pajamas. Is that is that sleep on your face, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> sleep nuggets in your ass? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I applaud the dedication. I applaud what it takes to get there, but that's a, you got to take care of yourself. And part of that is like spending time with your family, yeah. sleeping in your own bed. He's gonna be looking like Buddy in actual life. I, I give him about if he keeps doing this by week eight, he's gonna look like Buddy Ryan. Uh huh. Hell of a program today. Shout out to Vice President and General Manager of the Ice John Traub. Had a great interview with him. <clears throat> Thanks for all the the feedback from the callers and texters. Appreciated you today, friend of the show. Shout out to John Lopez Real Estate, Colwell Banker Legacy. All of our partners and sponsors, OGs like New Mexico Pinion Coffee and I-9. Our great friends at the YMCA and our new friends, Hollow Spirits and Teller Vodka. New Mexico's vodka. We wouldn't be able to do what we do. We wouldn't be able to help the community like we do. We wouldn't be able to be who we are without your support. And we love and appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. By the way, Bruce Arians said last year if he knew if one of his assistant coaches were sleeping at work, he would fire him on the spot. Oh, my. Don't play that. Okay. Take care of yourself. I'm, I'm saying McDermott hasn't won a championship, so how much is it helping? <laughs> <laughs>
Robert, you did a great job as usual today. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Uh, you did a great job under the weather, under the of, of the way you were feeling. Very professional. We got this done, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mikey V, as always, super producer. Appreciate you, buddy. You bet. You guys did a great job today. Thanks for having me join in. More two men on tomorrow until we kick it off to the isotopes. More fun, more sports, and more sports-adjacent content coming your way tomorrow at 4 o'clock. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal.